Tripping. I'm out of here anyway. Peace out. By the way, our segment with James Fegan is brought to you by Arm Brust Plumbing. Now hiring. They're hiring. It's a place if you've got some plumbing experience, hit them up. Visit we'rehiringtex.com. A little ASMR for the people. Oh, that's good. Wow. Slower. Do it slower. (laughs) (laughs) Parkins and Spiegel are in the house. What's up, gentlemen? I know that sound. That's eight and a half by 11. Good, crisp, clean, white. Yeah. Eight and a half by 11. You know, you can just hear the white. Was that that one one page? Two pages? One page. One page. Just one page. Wow. You're a good grumbler. Later. Later. I'll open a Coke can ooh, on the air ooh. for the people. It's crazy. And take a sip. Uh, is this n- noise? No, it's not working. It's not coming through? Not no. really. Oh, that's the AirPods opening and closing. It's opening and closing oh, a case good. of AirPods. That's I, not an AMSR, ASMR. I was just looking at things that, you know, like uh, to recognize what the sound was. Is it AMSR or ASMR? <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Audio is, sensory is that what what, it meridian is? response. Is it S and M or M and S? I get B-D-S. confused. S, yeah, right. it's very confusing. I get so confused. Televisions, Lawrence Holmes, man, looking How good this it? weekend. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun to, to be back over at NBC Sports Chicago. Anything happened during the games? No, not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> it was so quiet, and, oh, and 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 I just wish I would have had. An analyst with me that had any sort of connection to Josh Donaldson. Right. I just wish I would have known known someone who could shed some light on it. Man, Ozzy was fantastic this weekend. Yeah, I we talk about it all the time, man. White Sox fans are very, very lucky. Yep. Uh not you know, the broadcasters in this town, there's been a lot written about it. The play by play broadcaster is probably the best it's ever been yeah, in, but, in the history of the city. And Danny, think about it. Like, oh, Benetti's got the day off. Here's Lynn Casper. Right. I right? Actually, like like here's here's Lynn Casper to do play by play for you on the television. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I mean, the young man has come a long way and has a lot longer that he can go. Gordon? Connor McKnight. Oh, Connor's doing a great Connor's job. I was doing, texting with him yesterday, actually. He's doing such a good job. And I happened to see on his Facebook this this morning from yesterday, he said, called a game from Yankee Stadium today. I'm like, good for him with old, the, with the picture. Keenwa Jenkins is out here doing play-by-play and doing a great job of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you guys know I did a few games? Uh, did you guys hear about that? <laughs> yeah, no, we, heard. we heard about spring, that. Spring heard. Training. I, don't really, I don't remember who told never, me. Never done a regular season. I don't know. Game. Yeah, I know. Not a full regular season. Yeah, not a full. You've done the fifth inning. Yeah. You got a fifth inning schedule for this year? Yeah, no, I just we just talked about it. There's one coming. There's one coming sometime. There's one coming sometime. I, I was jealous. I saw Connor's post. I was like, oh, God, look at it. Yankee Stadium. Doing that. Games. But yeah, anyway, he sounds good. Shout out to Joe Brand, too. Yeah, absolutely. Joe Brand, who's a longtime uh, minor league broadcaster and a, and a damn good one. And when he gets his shots, he's doing well, too. This town is deep at play by play. It's very deep, but I, I just, that is like a, I think, an accepted fact. But man, I, does any team on a local broadcast have the star power of analysts that White Sox pre and post has? The greatest player in the history of the franchise. And the most successful manager. Correct. With a national profile personality. Right. right. Like Ozzie Guillen has been an analyst for Fox during the World Series. And, mm-hmm. and ESPN. Right. So, He's so done the, the, the Spanish and, language. And Frank has been a national analyst as, as well. Like it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good category. Um, 
Yeah, one of the categories is World Series winning manager currently doing pregame and postgame for the team he won with. And That's got to be a short list. It's interesting. Like, you know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it's a crazy combination because normally you can get one or the other. You, you know, maybe you get interesting, but you trade off with some Q rating. We, or you get, or you get Q rating, but you trade off a little bit on interesting. They, they, those guys do not, they have both of them, man. It's crazy. There was a really funny moment on Saturday where Benetti tosses to us and, you know, I'm there and I'm, I'm new, or I guess I'm renew. And, and he's like, oh, Ozzy's with his new friend, Lawrence Oz. Let's go to the studio see what's coming up on Subaru White Sox postgame <laughs> live with Ozzy Guillen and his new friend, Lawrence Holmes. That's right. We are All here. friend. I know, uh, like 20 years. <laughs> new friend. Known each other 20 years. It was very, that was very pat on the head from, from Jason I, Benetti. I loved it. I was treated <laughs> great by everyone over there. And I, it was good to interact with Lynn and Gordon and Benetti, and watching a game with Ozzy Guillen. Man. I joked about it on Twitter saying it's it's as great as you think it is. Well, now you, and you, you've been able in recent years to watch Bears games with Lance Briggs and Alex Brown and Matt Forte, you know? And, and Olin. And Olin. And, uh, you know, I, I had a chance to watch a few Bears games with Doug Buffone and uh, Ed Obradovich. That was pretty damn fun. That's pretty cool. Man. It's but, like going to grad school. Right. But when you get when you get a chance to watch with people like that who know stuff, and, and I, spent, I, I spent an NFL Sunday with Chris Carter, just me, me, him, and Nick in his in his house with like three screens watching the whole league. Oh That'll yeah, work. it was pretty awesome. I bet it was. It was pretty awesome. And Carter will tell you stuff about what's going on. Oh, about see, yeah, yeah. See, you know, they see the game in a way that we can only dream of. Yeah, yeah. I had this moment with Chris Carter when I went to Erlacher's Hall of Fame induction where I was doing the show, they did like a radio row at, at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I, something had happened, like Johnny Manziel, I think it was his first start in the CFL or something like that, and BMAC was down there with me. And I was like, I, th- I don't know how anyone thought that this was going to be any better with Johnny Manziel. Like, I'm saying that, like, on the air. And Chris Carter walked by, and he goes, football is hard. Yeah. That's a that's, <laughs> that's a good really distillation of what they do because they they also they all want us to understand that like they made it look easy and it looks easy when they sit in the chair that we then totally. sit in and watch them. Yeah. Like, how many times has an analyst told you either in a conversation on, on the radio or elsewhere like when they get up to the booth like. Man, the game looks slow from up here. Lance Lynn just did it the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance on the Lynn was terrific. Like he was great. I really enjoyed him, and I enjoyed like because you know that's kind of a forced relationship. And he jumped in with both feet. It was entertaining and had fun stories. It was very enjoyable. Like it, it, I really love that. And you're right, Danny. Like these guys, what they see, Ozzy had kept talking about the approach to Stanton. And I'm pretty sure he managed Stanton in Florida. Mm-hmm. He was talking about... When he was Mike before he became Giancarlo. Before he changed his name to Giancarlo. He was saying how if you want to get him out, you have to be aggressive inside. Uh-huh. And then... Was it Cueto? Keichel Ky- first. Well, f- well it, was, it was Cueto where he Cueto went inside on him and then made him look crazy. 
where he swung at the pitch that was in the left-handed batter's box. Yes, and yes. And Ozzy was like, that's what you have to do. He's like, he's uncomfortable with inside pitches, and you got to back that guy off the plate if you're going to get him out. Otherwise, he's going to hit the ball 400 feet. Yep, because he's totally comfortable hitting it 400 feet the other way. He really is. He, he knows exactly what he's doing in, in, in that regard. Man, I love Cueto so much, and I caught some of the Yankees' call uh, with John Sterling, and Sterling was watching Cueto and just going, well, there's the Luis Tiant, and uh, now that one, that's the Juan Marichal. You know, just like Cueto just messing with people and he's so he's, he's so fun. He's so joyful. We're okay. He's. I mean, he, yeah. You just spilled your coffee. Just a little. Oh, just a little. <laughs> but he's playing with so much joy. And when he clowns guys like Stanton and makes them look foolish, that is pitching. Man. How how much of that do you think is sustainable, Speaks? Well, he's got. He's found a pattern. He's found a pattern that's sort of patternless. Like he's. So he's, I, I don't know. I, I, the answer is I don't know how much of it is sustainable. Like at some point, somebody might figure out what he's doing. I feel like if they're going off their old Johnny Cueto scouting reports, they're useless mm. at this point. Well, it's also because he's gotten the Juan Marichal, Luis Tijan, he's gotten his entire career. Right, like that has been the comp, the modern day of that guy. Well, but it's like Cueto. one one pitch is like that, and one pitch is like a different guy, and one pitch is like a different guy. That's what I meant. Like it was just, it was no. like Sterling going through the Rolodex of these different guys. It, but history. I'm just saying, like the, the, when I covered him in Kansas City, like that was what everyone said. Like it, that the, the change up the delivery, not being predictable, it, that's what he's always gotten. And the stuff isn't necessarily what it's been. And we'll see if two starts turns into twenty two starts, but. It just basically has to, if it sustains itself until Lance Lynn comes back. He's already paid for himself, right, Danny? Well, that's what I was kind of thinking, right? Like, if it sustains itself until Lance Lynn comes back, then you have a decision. You will have a Keuchel Cueto decision. I think that that's easy. Is already made. That's easy. And Steve Stone told you they already made it when he when he had the audacity to go hard. Okay. In well, my well, opinion. But, but then he doesn't even really need to be good the rest of the season. Uh, he needs to be good until Lance Lynn comes back. Because mm-hmm. if he falls off a cliff before Lance Lynn comes back, then maybe the decision hasn't already been made. But but what but what does that even look like? If he's bad for a start, he gets another one after that. If he's bad for two starts, he probably still gets another one after that. I know. I'm just thinking Gilito. By the time Cease, then. Kopech, yep. Lynn, eventually, if Cueto is still serviceable, or yeah. obviously this has been much better than serviceable, that that's your time frame. And even if he's bad, then you still have Velasquez, Velasquez. as a fifth starter, yes. which is fine. Yeah, right, totally, totally fine. fine. So I mean, I feel like the, that that's your time frame. Well, you know, like why can't Cueto, with where his stuff is now, be what Zach Greinke has been on and off over the past couple of years, and that includes killing it in the playoffs and the World Series for Zach Greinke by being smart by being varied by by using everything that he has um and and messing with people Cueto's got that in him in my opinion so yeah this this certainly could last lot to do today Lawrence today at uh three o'clock I heard this is going to be so fun I can't wait for this guys this is going to be this is going to be some bang up radio right here oh hell yeah <laughs> Joe Kelly in studio we think for an hour. Um, I can't wait, man. Such a big personality. He was electric with us 
for 15 minutes when we had him right after he signed. He cursed like three times. Yeah. Uh, just super comfortable, super forthcoming. He's been teammates with everyone. He's seen everything. He's pitched in every type of situation. He wrote an op-ed in the LA Times called Baseball Isn't Boring during the pandemic. And now that's kind of the mission that he's on to remind people or explain to people how baseball isn't boring. So they're giving away t-shirts at Cork and Kerry. Cork and Kelly. That's right. They're changing the name. It's, yeah, it's Cork and Kelly. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, this evening, Cork and Kelly. And you know, look, it, it's, it's, we got to find out about the Ethan Katz mound visit that turned uh, his entire season around. Got to um, talk to him about that pickoff. And, dude. And what was Aaron Hicks doing? Uh, and that's yeah. what Joe Kelly was saying with those hands, wasn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're the you're the tying run. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you drifting that far <laughs> off the base? Uh, we're not sure, but we think that's what he was doing. We assume it was towards <laughs> Hicks and not some sort of celebratory thing to to Josh Harrison. But yes, he will he will certainly weigh in. Hey, if, the, it was, if it was a celebration thing. Thing to Josh Harris, I'm fine with that too. That's great, but I like it better if it was towards Hicks saying, "What the f are you doing, man? You forget that I know how to throw the ball to yeah. second base, so that pickoffs are legal." Or- I'm a veteran. This is not my first game. <laughs> I had to turn around and there throw the baseball. Peripheral vision's a thing, dude. Yeah. So I don't know, man. He's a. They have so many great personalities, and we'll talk about like the substance and the seriousness ar- around what happened this weekend, and I know people are going to try to reverse engineer it and talk about it being uh, like a jumping off point for the team, but I don't want it to get lost in the shuffle what they accomplished baseball-wise this weekend. Swept the doubleheader in Yankee Swept Stadium. Swept the doubleheader in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Kopech was, was great. amazing. I, I mean... In any other universe, that is the lead story on every show in this town. People have been waiting for him to have that game in that spot, Island Game, National TV, that stadium. He was efficient, man. Like that—that that is a and, and think about what that means mm-hmm. for them going forward. If he and I know it's not the, the the totality of their lineup, but there's Judge, there's Stanton, there's the short portion right, there's Torres. Like that was incredible. He was so dominant, and it, you, you just saw it. Like it, it's. It's a thing of like with him, you see, you can now see all of that confidence matched with that stuff. And it was, it was breathtaking to behold, to, to watch him go, just say, you know what? Come and get it, boys, because you're not hitting this tonight. Like that's, that's the thing. And then, of course, Carl Ravage was very happy when they got a hit. <laughs> Super happy because he was in, in Aaron Boone's office earlier and, and all that stuff. I'm usually not that dude. But I felt that last night. I felt wow, my, really? my, my White Sox inferiority complex. Like, listen to his call when the Yankees get a hit hey, off of Kopech. Hey, when you're Mr. TV and you're on the broadcast crew, essentially, as you were this weekend, you're feeling a kinship and a proximity closeness um, to it that that is affecting your, your opinion. Maybe. All I know is that he got super excited when the no-hitter got broken up. <laughs> and I ain't appreciated it. And a bunch of my White Sox brothers and sisters didn't even. How about oh maybe my. just one? Wanted God, some offense in a, right in a scoreless game. Just wanted some offense in a scoreless game, perhaps. All we're trying to do yeah. is, is get people to understand that we're from the South Side yeah. of Chicago. You know what I'm doing? Right? I'm defending. I'm defending uh, the conversations I've had with Joe Buck. That's what I'm defending right now. And you're def- uh, defending that it's not Viscurgeon anymore, right? Matt Viscurgeon. I'm, 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 I'm so, so glad it's better. Right? Yes. So, so like, come on. Yes. Let's shout give Ravi a break. Shout out to Carl Ravage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shout come out on. to Carl Ravage for simply not being Matt Viscurgeon. Good yeah. job, Carl. And they they could have 
mic'd up anybody, and they mic'd up uh, a White Sox. They they mic'd up Pollock yeah. last night. The guy has been there for eleven minutes. There was not there was, there was not an anti White Sox bias. That's funny though. I'm just saying. Just no, listen, I get just it. Listen to, <laughs> just listen to the call, Lawrence. Just, that's the perfect response to. Well, I'm just saying. Just, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> just in the way like, we all felt it. We all felt it yeah. when the no hitter got broken up. It was there. Maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. That's so good. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, wait a minute now. Uh-huh. OJ Mahomes. Uh, that's so COVID-19. good. COVID-19. It's still uh, out there, baby. So Joe Kelly uh, in studio, 3 o'clock hour. Obviously, tons of White Sox, man. Uh, the Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson story. What is interesting about it going forward? We will begin the show there. And uh, yeah, ramifications of, you know, the actual baseball weekend and sweeping the Yankees and what that meant. So we got a lot to do today. Have fun with Joe Kelly, boys. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be awesome. It should be great. should be great. We're very lucky that he's uh, willing to come in studio and spend that much time with us on his off day. So uh, thank you, Lawrence. Have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, boys. Have yourselves a show. We're going to do our best. Tanny's Open kicks us off. Parkinson Spiegel on the score.